Welcome to the Mercy Community Group Leader Podcast. Mercy Community Groups exist to become more like Jesus together. We are continuing to provide these little short teachings to hopefully help you as you go along in helping your group become more like Jesus together. Each week this month, we're focusing on how to help your group discern the spiritual gifts and also as kind of a side extra topic, we're talking about multiplying following the Spirit, and to sending other people to start community groups. A reminder, this upcoming week, I believe, May May 4th, May 4th, uh, which is a Tuesday, right, Corey? Yes. Yes. Um, Joseph Anderson is going to be leading a training on doing the gifts. We've sent out the RSVP, um, so make sure RSVP for that training. We'd love to see you there. I think it's a really important one as we finish strong for the semester, about to head into the summer months. Um, Corey, I'd love to start uh, this episode by talking a little bit about jealousy when mm-hmm. it comes to discerning the spiritual gifts, because I'm sure yeah. as people have um, continued to discern where they're gifted by the Holy Spirit, that there could be an element of someone wishing they had another gift that mm-hmm. they haven't been given by the Lord, or even someone having the same gift as another person, but they realize that the other person is uh, more gifted than them in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be just a, uh, a general sense that as we're, as we are, you know, growing in the things of the spirit, that what happened to the Corinthians is happening to us. That something that's meant to unify is actually dividing us. So talk yeah. to group leaders about how they can shepherd their groups through some potential jealousy when it comes to discerning the gifts. Yeah. And I think what's funny is, in a lot of times when I talk in this podcast, it's based on my own personal experience. And so I just want you guys to know that I feel this too. I feel this um, jealousy rising up in me as we consider gifts. And um, it's so crazy because obviously they're given from this, they're given from the Lord. It, gifts are a gift to us to use mm-hmm. for the common good, for the building up of the church. And so to look at someone else's gift and say, I just wish I had that, or I wish I were that, you know, I wish I was able to speak about the word the way that they are or had this teaching gift. But to one, say that the gift you have isn't good enough. Like the Lord gifted you to be hospitable. So how are you using your hospitality to build up the church in the same way as someone who's using their teaching to build up the church? And so don't discount one, your gifts that the Lord has given you, but be really thankful. Um, That's a way to help combat this jealousy and is just being thankful for what God has given you and how he's gifted you. And then, allow that, I don't know, that twin, that's not a word, of uh, jealousy, yeah. to send you to the Lord to desire more of his spirit. Because I really think that might be at what's at the heart, is we just want to experience more of who God is and more of his spirit. And so ask him, God, would you grant me in your spirit a teaching gift or a gift of prophecy or a gift of evangelism? And out of a place of desire for the Lord, not your own glory, your own good, your own fame, but for the building up of the church. And I think um, acknowledging your jealousy, confessing it is really important. Um, And yeah, just being thankful for how you have been gifted in the body, that if you're an arm, you've been gifted as an arm to the body for a purpose and for a reason. And don't be jealous of your co, uh, I don't know, co-group member who's an eye. Like be thankful for what God's gifted you in. What else would you add to that, Joey? Yeah, I think it is. It's a natural thing to come up as we're discerning the spiritual gifts because the enemy loves to twist Mm -hmm. God's design. The spiritual gifts are given for other people to be built up. Yeah. So when we just when we are jealous of someone because of their spiritual gift, 
It's us looking at someone else's gift and then wishing that we had it. It's the opposite. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to use the gifts we have right. to build up. We want someone else's gifts for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's natural. And that's something that Paul was addressing in first Corinthians, right. uh, 12. So don't kiss discount you or your group. If you are experiencing jealousy, yeah, like very, acknowledge it, confess yeah. it and yeah, be thankful for what you have and desire more. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's very natural. And I think when I see, when I see a brother or sister who I notice is exceptionally gifted by the Holy spirit in a certain yeah. way, I, I really have two options. I can either compare myself mm-hmm. and say, I wish what he had. I wish I had what he had mm-hmm. or what she has. Or instead of jealousy, I can choose thanksgiving right. and desire. And I can say, I thank God that he has that from the Lord. Yeah. I thank God that she has that from the Lord. And then I can look to God and say, God, would you grant me some of that? Yeah, That's different. It is a different approach because instead of, comparing ourselves with the other person, we're using their gifting to stir up a desire for more of God. Yeah. And that's what James four gets into. He says, you, you ask or, or you do not have because you do not ask. Right. And it's leading this bitterness and jealousy and selfish mm-hmm. ambition. And then he says, you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passion. So if you see someone else with a teaching or a prophetic gift or a service gift that just mm-hmm. stirs you up to a greater desire, Ask that from the Lord for the good of the Mm -hmm. community group, for the good of the community and say, Lord, would you give me more, a little bit of what that person has, not because I want to be like her or have more than her, but because I want to serve and build up the body of Christ. Um, So I think that, yeah, continuing to fight to point out grace Mm -hmm. and to actually turn on your radar on, not for what others have that you don't, but what others have that you can call out. And then to, I think what Corey mentioned about confession is pretty huge. And that's so hard Mm -hmm. to go to someone and say, Hey, I have been jealous of your teaching gift or jealous of the way that you know, the Bible or jealous of the way that you pray. It's a really hard thing to do, but it's so necessary if we want to preserve unity in the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, Let's shift into talking about how we can multiply our group and how mm-hmm. we can send out by the Holy Spirit because we've been talking about this through the month and I think it's important to get a little bit practical about what this could look like. Um, I think of Luke 6 when Jesus is calling the apostles um, and it says that for, at first he went up to a mountainside by himself to pray mm-hmm. and um, and I think that's where the sending and multiplying begins. It's about the group starting to pray about it. Mm-hmm. And and really, just as you're going along as a, as a community group, continuing to have an openness before the Lord, um, uh, opening your heart before the Lord and asking the Lord to direct you, the Holy Spirit to direct you and guide you. And then it says in Luke 6 that after praying, Jesus called those who he, di- who, who he desired to himself, and he called the apostles. Um, and so I think that is really big, is that you as a group leader are going to have to lead in prayer, but you're also going to lead in, you're also going to be leading in calling. Mm-hmm. And uh, a, lot of group, a lot of group leaders that I have conversations with, just because they've never been encouraged in this, have never really practiced this almost... Um, leadership skill of calling but you look at jesus and what he did was he went to these disciples who no way they would have imagined that they would ever be leading a a movement of god across the world but he came to them and he said peter john follow me 
and I will make you fishers of men. Mm -hmm. Levi, follow me. Mary, follow me. And he called them into something higher that they couldn't have imagined for themselves. Um, And so that's what we do as community group leaders. We go to people who, without us calling them, they might be content with just kind of riding the wave. But we say, we call them by name. We say, I see the gift of God in you, and I want to call you into something higher. Um, The next thing I'd say is is that as you're calling them into – group leadership to see it less as like uh, just kind of kicking them out of the nest and more shepherding them into mm-hmm. their next step of following Jesus. If you can help guide them and walk along the walk alongside them as they're becoming a group group leader and you continue to shepherd them, then it's a really natural transition. You don't have to just uh, necessarily give them, we do have training that we have set up for new group leaders, but mm-hmm. you don't have to give them this extensive like, a manual on how to shepherd and how to be a group leader. You just sh- have been showing them how to do that. And so mm-hmm. when it's time for them to go, you just say, Hey, you go and do for others what I've been doing for you. The last thing I'd say on this is that um, sometimes, sometimes the best way to multiply and descend mm-hmm. is to step out of leadership. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is I think the Lord might be calling some group leaders. We're actually seeing this with a group, uh, a group, one of, a group that's been in existence for a while and the group leader feeling called to actually step out of leadership and instead to let God use that void to raise up other group leaders Mm -hmm. in, uh, in their stead. But what's really cool about this, we're going to go over the 10 minute mark by 30 seconds. It's going to be the first time we've done this, which is such a bummer because we've been under 10 minutes every time, but I think (laughs) it's worth it. And they, they've set, they felt like, um, them being in leadership was actually keeping other people from, from leading. So what they're doing is they're stepping out of group leadership and calling other people in their group to start planning groups. But this Mm -hmm. isn't like a just total split of the group. What it actually is, it's a true spirit led multiplication because what's going to happen is these group leaders that are stepping out of leadership, they're not like retiring from disciple making. What Mm -hmm. they're doing is they are now going to be discipling the two or three sets of community group leaders that are raised up in their stead. And so now they're going to be moving from group leaders into shepherd leaders, and they're going to continue to disciple, but they're just going to be discipling group leaders that are Mm -hmm. formed out of their group who, who will then go on to disciple community group leaders. That is the vision. It's not just let's split up and never talk to one another. It's let's all be a part of a disciple making move of God in Mm -hmm. a certain area and partner together as sister community groups to help reach an area for the gospel. Yeah. Do you have any final notes on that as we close off? No, I think that was really good. Yeah. The last thing I'd just say is we're here for you. And yeah. we went to 11 minutes, but last thing I'd say is we're here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that is our role is to help you um, as you're trying to, to seek and discover. But the last, I, I think we've said it every single week. When we, and, and this is going to be a little bit of some sharp, this could feel sharp, but I, I, want, I want you as a group leader, if you're hearing this, I want you to hear it in love when your pastors come to you and say, hey, do you have anyone in your group who could go out and lead a community group? Especially if you've been discipling people for a long time, you should be able to say, I've got countless people in my group who could hypothetically go and lead because you've been so discipling them into maturity that of course they could lead a group of people into becoming more like Jesus together. That doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit will call everyone, but you should be so discipling your group that 
everyone in your group should hypothetically have the skill Mm -hmm. to be able to go on and lead a group of people in community. And I think that's a really good thing to aim at, even if it's not what the Lord calls your group into. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's it for this week. Um, We went a little long, but I think it's worth worth it. it. (laughs) And, uh, And thanks for joining us for this episode. We'll see you next time.